No, you mob. As I pack up to leave Sydney for my final NAIDOC event for NAIDOC 2023 or NAIDOC week 2023, I begin to wonder how many opportunities will come my way, how many times the phone will ring in the coming weeks to ask or invite my expertise into organisations, into spaces and into people's leadership now that NADOC and Reconciliation Week are done for 2023 in terms of the, the, the dates. The work of NADOC and the work of reconciliation are continuous. They're 24 hours a day, 352 days of the year, 12 months of the year, and have been since colonialism existed. And yet, as I reflect on the reason why I was in Sydney and how many times the phone called during Reconciliation Week and NAIDOC Week, last minute calls to say, hey, are you available? Can you come and do this event? Can you come and share your story? And some of them, people wanted them for free or low cost and the cost would not have even covered my time, let alone my expenses or valued or invested the expertise and the knowledge that I have to bring that has taken me 39 years to be able to even have this story to tell and have the expertise to tell my story in a way that it's designed to create connection, to challenge, to inspire, to educate, to engage and empower, not traumatise or shut people down. And even with my Kilana Foundation, the work I do with young people, being called and asked for our young people to to dance and to share their story, their culture and their experiences. And again, being told, oh no, we don't have budget for that or it's too expensive. I think people forget or choose not to acknowledge or play the I didn't know card in 2023 about what it actually takes for us to even have access to culture, to be able to have cultural practices that we practice, that we learn, that we pass on when 200 years of colonialism tried to wipe that out and deliberately invested millions of dollars to eradicate the Aboriginal problem so that they didn't have to deal with it. And I reflect on that and I make the commitment to myself that in 2024, I do not work during the dates of NAIDOC 2024. Those dates are for me to be in community, on country, celebrating culture, celebrating family, celebrating country and experiencing that and passing it on with my own children for my own development and connection and becoming and with my community unless the events or the experiences that I'm invited to 
speak to my soul and speak to that criteria. And then rather than getting angry, I focus on how can I educate people? How can I create ripple effects of awareness, plant seeds of awareness that in 2024, NADOC and Reconciliation Week, we all choose to do things differently. We all choose to create brave spaces, to be brave and make change, to get up, stand up and show up so that when we are being a voice for generations, when we are celebrating and honouring our ancestors, it's with integrity, it's with intent and those events and those moments in time actually create the ripple effect for the work to continue and plant seeds for others to bear the fruit from. And then I reflect on my moments of time in community and on country and my heart just overflows with gratitude to even have culture to share with my children, culture that I fought very hard to learn and to have, culture that my mum wasn't privileged to grow up with and to learn and could not pass on to me, culture that I'm able to share with my nieces and nephews, both through bloodline and both through kinship and Kilalana kinship, to pass on to those who didn't know it, to see our young people learning culture at Kilalana and then going home and sharing that culture and that learning with their parents or their grandparents or their families that also didn't get to learn culture. And some of the key defining moments of NADOC this year for me was sitting on a bus driving to Melbourne with 10 of our um, Kilalana titters and getting a phone call from the Barra Arnold Community School, Central School, asking us, asking me if I had the capacity or if Kilalana had the capacity to send, um, to come over to Barra Arnold and um, do an event for them because they're, the event that they were doing to celebrate NADOC was cancelled due to sorry business. And knowing that for some of these kids, that may be the only NADOC event that they get to experience. And as I rolled through my head the commitments and the capacity that I had as a, as a woman and as a leader and as Namika, the mother, and Nani Shan, and the capacity of Kilana to deliver on that and be separating our group, I was about to say no when something made me look in the rearview mirror. And I saw the interest and I saw the leaning forward of two of our big titters, Tanisha and Jazzy, and I could see them talking amongst themselves. So rather than say no, I spoke to the, the woman on the other end of the phone and I said, can you give me a day? I'll speak to my young people. I'll have a look at what we can do and I'll get back to you. And as soon as I hung up the phone, I shared with um, all the titters on the bus that on that particular day, the Friday, we had the Mildura Community NADOC event, which Kilana was committed to dance at the flag raising and smoking ceremony and also the community event, that it would be our boys group that we'd only formed 10 days before. It would be their first time dancing. And like it was a big day. And the Saturday, we also had Walkabout Barber coming to host a Kilana event and 
during that bus ride, we were also on our way to attend a um, youth leadership and development camp to celebrate culture and young First Nations people. So that meant that we, from Monday to Thursday, we would be traveling in Melbourne attending this. We wouldn't get back until Thursday night. And that meant that Friday and Saturday were big days. The excitement did not dim. The light did not dim. The determination did not dim in these, in our titter's eyes. So I said, what are we going to do? And they said, well, maybe some of us could head over with one staff member to Bar Ranald and share and create a cultural experience over there. And the rest can stay in Mildura. So we determined that three of our titters would go over with, with one of our staff members and they would host an hour workshop for 100 students and staff and community plus. Half an hour would be... So as true form of Chantel, that was just a phone call from my, my two-year-old son asking me when I was coming home or demanding, really. And... I just want to leave you with this. As I was defining those moments and the girls determined that they were going to go and do and deliver on this event, I just looked with pride at the determination on their eyes that three of them, being Nacinta Tualaki, 16, Tanisha, six, Tanisha Kirby, 16, and Natalie Kirby, 16, their excitement to go and lead a whole NADOC event for a whole school and no fear or hesitation to share their culture, knowing that if they didn't, that community and those kids would miss out. And my heart was just so filled with strength and pride that every moment, every doubt, every tear over Kilalana has been worth it. And that... When they left on, on the Friday morning, I was like, they're going to deliver an hour workshop, half an hour jiu-jitsu and half an hour culture and dance. And just the energy and the trust that I had in them and then being able to hold, that was one defining moment. And then witnessing on the Friday, our titters group, our, our young women and girls baby titters dance group has been around for about a year or maybe 18 months and to see them, to see that, that dance group started by two of our titters, Nacinta and Giselle, and then to hand that on to um, Jazzy and Tanisha, to see people taking up space, to see our titters growing and exploring their culture and identity through dance, as our ancestors have done since time memorial, made my heart feel. But what really took root in my soul and really watered the seeds of determination and commitment and my conviction in my role as Anishan and the need for Kilana in the world was witnessing our boys dance group being painted up by an older cultural male in our community. And there were two young men in that, in that moment, Zach and Sawani. Zach is only 15, has a lot of cultural knowledge However, has never mentored or led other people. And he came to me in, at Easter in 2023 of this year and said, Anishan, like, I want to get involved. There's no spaces for boys. And we talked, but we, it planted the seed, but we kind of just left it there. That seed took root two weeks before NADOC when some situations happened in the community. And I was like, I don't know how we're going to do a boys group, but we'll figure it out. And I reached out to Zach and his family 
and asked if Zach wanted to be the mentor for the boys group. And he said yes. And then watching Zach get painted up, knowing that he'd guided and led and mentored and stepped up in that two-week period at just 15 in a way that he hadn't before in that, in that um, space and the challenges and how tired he was. And yet he did it anyway. He showed up and he took on the challenge. And then something that healed my heart and healed my spirit and also broke me open and made me so vulnerable was witnessing my son, Sawane, who doesn't usually have anything to do with culture because we don't have any male role models in our family that know or practice culture. Uh, First Nations culture, Barkindji culture. And he's usually, when me and the girls are away doing this sort of stuff, he's usually at home. (sighs) To witness the moment of him being painted up, standing in a lap lap and being painted to and, and guided and mentored and yarned with by an older male, strong in culture, strong in self, seeing how uncomfortable he was in his own skin, in his own body, and yet he did it anyway. Seeing him stand on country and dance as a young man for the first time. So he's danced as a boy, but he hasn't danced as a young man and hasn't practiced cultural dance or, or culture any um, outside of smoking ceremonies for about four years. It was just a moment in time that I'll never forget. It was a defining moment in my life, in my purpose and in my path. And it healed parts of me I didn't know needed healing. And it cracked open and called to parts of me that are only just beginning to form. They were the defining moments for me. And seeing my two-year-old son not necessarily want to be painted up yet, but having culture on his face and when it time came for the boys to do their shaker league, he was out there. He was curious. He was open. But for him, the smoking ceremony is always his favourite thing and him running towards the smoke to smoke himself, to cleanse himself because that's what he loves to do. And then getting an invite to attend Black Card's 10-year NAIDOC week anniversary for their 10-year birthday and um, founder or co-founder Mundanara Bales being a friend of mine and me being able to reach out and say, can I attend your event? And attending this event, making the decision to have to do a 10-hour one-way trip from Mildura to Sydney, asking my daughters to join me so I could spend some time with them and choosing this to be the NAIDOC event that I would leave country for was one of the best decisions I made. Seeing Uncle Stan Grant, Mundanara Bales, Leroy Colin and Dixie Crawford take the stage and share what NAIDOC means, what reconciliation means, what this time and space mean, both the challenges, the seeds planted, the work done, the work yet to be done, and them sitting there with deep conviction, deep power and unapologetic in their in their blackness, in their excellence, in their culture, in themselves. And while this was going on, my daughters were able to take themselves around Sydney and have an experience and create their own connections. These were the moments for me, the defining moments, both the challenges of trying to educate non-Indigenous Australia about the fact that NAIDOC is not our time to come into your spaces. It's your time to come into our spaces and that NAIDOC can be celebrated by non-Indigenous Australians all year round when it comes to engaging 
black knowledge, black businesses, black people to come in and create those spaces for your organisations or your people. Having the courage to ignore the need for the money and instead focus on the purpose of NAIDOC, which is for us to celebrate and be home in country and community. And this creating the space and the moments for me to witness my own children's journey, Kilalana's journey. This has laid the foundations. This has planted the seeds and created the ripple effect and momentum I need to keep going. To not only just take the next step, for the, but for the journey ahead. These are my reflections on NAIDOC 2023. And I'll use these moments and these reflections to guide me in the coming days and months between now and NAIDOC and Reconciliation Week 2024. Big love you, mob.